These are the ones who I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word. Isaiah 66, verse 2. Welcome to Canaanbaum Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaanbaum Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, The Wells, along with church history, mission news, and music by Christian artists who support our teaching. I'm Tom Barthel, serving as pastor at Christ Lutheran, a Wells church in Baxter, Minnesota. This is episode number 80. Today we'll begin a short series looking at Holy Scripture. And today we'll focus on trembling at His Word. This is the one I esteem, he who is humble and contrite in spirit, and trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, verse 2. Some of the people who lived in Isaiah's time were doing what they thought would please God. They brought offerings, bulls and rams. True, God did tell them to do this, but he wasn't pleased with them at all. He said that their offerings were a stench to him. Why? God told them, When I spoke, no one listened. We sometimes think we can do God a favor, but simply giving our offerings and keeping his commandments cannot make a pleasing offering to God. Not when we fail to take in his word. Without faith, without Jesus and his sacrifice, it is impossible to please God. Trembling at God's word means respecting it and listening to him. It is in his word we find how great our sin is. It is in that word that we find how great God's love for us, us sinners, is in Jesus. Only through his word does the Holy Spirit change our hearts and bring us to rely on Jesus. He makes us repentant, humble before God, and in awe of his saving word. Without that word, we are without Christ. With it, we are esteemed as God's own his forgiven children. Lord, I confess that I have failed to listen perfectly to you. I know that all my attempts to gain your esteem are a stench and miserable offering. Bring me to always respect your word. Through that word, help me to grow in awe of you and to marvel at your love. Thank you for sending Jesus, the one on whom all of your word finds its center and its fulfillment. Amen. Next, we have a song by Chris Dreisbach, What Were You Thinking? What were you thinking as your trust was betrayed? They're tying my hands while my friends run away. Armies of angels would have answered your call And you didn't struggle at all What were you thinking when they spit in your face? I'll get even with them and the whole human race They crowned you with thorns though you were more than a king And you didn't say anything 
What were you thinking? A person could ask. Were you out of your mind to agree? What were you thinking? To stand in between an angry father and me. What were you thinking as you hung on the tree? A curse on them all for laughing at me. Of all of these things, your thoughts were perfectly free, and you purchased heaven for me. What were you thinking? A person could ask. Were you out of your mind to agree? What were you thinking? To stand in between an angry father and me. What were you thinking as you hung on the tree? A curse on them all for laughing at me. When armies of angels would have answered your call, you didn't struggle at all. You said. The following is God's Word for You, shared by Pastor Timothy Smith. God's Word for You, Job 26, verses 1 to 4. Then Job replied, How you have helped the powerless! How you have saved the arm that is feeble! What advice you have offered to one without wisdom! And what great insight you have displayed! Who has helped you utter these words? Whose spirit spoke from your mouth? You, you, you. Six times Job refers to you in these verses. And with each and every single you, he's talking about Bildad. Now this isn't obvious in English where we struggle along with the same word for you, both in the singular and the plural. Eliphaz and Zophar have said what they have to say and now they're silent. Here, Job is only talking to Bildad. His sarcasm snaps at the strange passage when Eliphaz, not Bildad, claimed to have been visited by a, a, a spirit giving him insight into the righteousness of God back in chapter 4. Job is about to explain God and God's ways to Bildad, but first he needed to say these things so that Bildad would listen. They are not equals when it comes to knowledge of God. Bildad is about to become the student, and Job done for now with being lectured, is about to become the professor and the pastor. One of the roles of God's law in our lives is to expose sin and show us the need for a Savior. 
Although Christians also have the law of God as a guide in our lives, Job and his friends have only their consciences and the covenant God made with Noah in Genesis 9. When we find ourselves in a position to point out the sins of a friend, may God give us the strength to do it as God would have us do it. If we need to be brave, may God make us brave. If blunt, may God make us blunt. If tactful, may God make us tactful. If Fire and brimstone have to be part of our conversation. May God give us those words as bold as we need them to be. When the law has done its work, it has done its work, then the medicine of the gospel is there to heal. God's word is a wonderful, powerful, perfect tool. We use it imperfectly because we're imperfect people, but his word always accomplishes what he needs it to accomplish. In Christ, I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is God's Word for you. Next, we'll hear an update from the Wells Mission blog, read by Philip Wells. One Step at a Time is a Wells Mission blog published on July 5 of 2014. Colin Reike serves as a pastor at Grace Vale, Colorado, a multi-site ministry in the Tucson area. Reiki writes about all the small steps the congregation is taking, by God's grace, to become a more well-established in their community. The old Chinese proverb goes, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. That saying has certainly been true when you're starting a missionary site. It's easy to dream what you hope your new mission church will look like. A large growing congregation, a magnificent worship facility, a school. But you can't have all that at once. You need to take it one step at a time. Three years ago, Grace Lutheran Church of Tucson, Arizona began a multi-site experiment. The multi-site concept is similar to adding a new worship service, except it's at a different location. Grace saw that southeastern Tucson was growing dramatically and decided to expand their ministry into that area called Vale. They called me to be their mission pastor, the first step. We arranged to rent the hall of a public school on Sundays, and we purchased a church in the box. A church in a box is everything we needed for worship facilities that we could set up and take down and store in a trailer. We began monthly worship services at our location in December of 2011 and held our grand opening there on Palm Sunday, 2012. Since then, we have held more than 100 worship services and had over 200 guests have heard the gospel message. By God's grace, a dozen people have become members. Another few steps. Now the Vale School District has opened a new school in a great location on a main road. There are also new neighborhoods being built up around the school. The details still need to be worked out, but we're hoping our worship services could be held there. Still another step. Once we move, we plan on holding a re-grand opening for the community in the fall. They say you don't get a second chance to make first impressions, but as a portable church, you really do. Some days we hope to be in a position where we can rent some space, perhaps a strip mall where we can have a more permanent facility for worship. In the meantime, we are looking for a smaller storefront space to serve as the ministry center for Grace Vale. This would give us a permanent presence in the community seven days a week. Some of the uses for this space would include Bible classes, counseling sessions, and fellowship gatherings. 
This space, along with new worship location, will give us more points of contact with the people we are trying to reach. Small steps forward may not be as exciting as leaps and bounds. They may not be as exciting as looking forward to where we want to be. But at a time when so many churches are closing their doors, steps forward, no matter how many or how small, are a good thing. Another wise person once said, Remember the journey, not just the destination. At Grace, we are enjoying the journey. This has been a Wells Mission Blog update. To read this post, share the post, or read other posts, visit blogs.wells.net slash missions. We'll close today with a song shared by Branches Band. Were you there?
You have been listening to Canaan Bound Podcast, episode number 80. This podcast was first shared in September of 2014. To learn more and to support the artists who feature music on this podcast, visit CanaanBoundPodcast.com, where you'll find links to the various artists who contributed to this segment. Once again, I'm Tom Barthel. Glad you could join us for this episode. We encourage you to visit a Wells Ministry location nearest you. Visit wells.net. Thanks for listening. <laughs>